Hi, welcome to the Embodiment Project podcast. I'm Matthew Vanderviesen. Today's episode is quite short, but it covers a really essential thing about how we can just find each moment as a lesson by just accepting it as it is. There's lots in here, so I'll just let us go straight to it. Yeah, I find that sort of meditation uh, approach of, of acknowledging something that's happening, you know, saying, oh, I see I have this, you know, this thought or, or in this case, this experience in my body. And, and then saying, and how do I know that, you know, and so you could go to anything at that point, but, but particularly in those kind of situations, it can be really useful to go back to the grounding locating pieces. So, you know, and how do I know that my back is on the floor? And I, I find that really noticeable, particularly if I start getting sort of real busy mind sort of or and or anxious kind of, you know, ruminating things happening that that instead of telling myself to stop, if I say, okay, I see that you've got that, it feels vitally important, it's overwhelming, and let's just see what happens if I add in a little bit more of noticing the, back, the floor under my back, or this little bit of movement, or what's happening with my breath. And, and the deal with myself is, I'm, I'm, not going to make, I'm not trying to make it go away, I'm curious about how it, that thing that's so over, overwhelming to my processing right now, how does it respond if I just add in this other little piece? And what I tend to find is part of the contract to myself around this. What, what I tend to find is that if it's really important, well then I'm likely going to be in a more embodied, grounded place to deal with it. And if it's not so important, it's just going to start to dissipate. And then it tells me that I was just disconnected. It was just a product of my sense of self-disconnection. We can get so um, caught in you know, the place that we're in that we might not even be noticing that we're not letting the next thing that wants to happen in response, just in response to us being more present to it. The last thing I would say about it is is to bring it back to this idea of sequencing that that the first part that seems to be most useful is to to do that kind of noticing piece so just being present to it is the first thing and then it seems at that point the next part is the locating of myself in relationship to my surfaces so there's that sort of internal then there's how do I meet with the world? And then there's the movement part of it, which may naturally happen or needs a little help by doing a couple of things. One is what happens if I start to move into this or out of this, which is the main thing I've been focusing on here. You know, what, what, if, what if I prepare to move and feel the tensions around that and then try a direction and then ease back out of it? Uh, I mean, in, in a way we could call it a simple tense release exercise, except that in this case, we're using it as a, a way of relating, deepen the relationship to ourselves. So, but then the, the next piece after that is, 
is that because there are ways in which we don't um, notice how much we're holding or are, don't understand the possibilities of what might happen with those initiating movements to then be curious again about and, and how does it want to go or some similar kind of question starts to free the hold of our mind, of our habit on the possibilities that might arise in that moment. You know, a lot of this, of course, I've evolved over um, years of clinical practice. And if I, you know, if I got, would get stuck, it's like, why is this not moving? Go back down one step. Where, you missed a step here somewhere. And I just keep on finding that if I kind of figure out, like, what was the foundation piece that I missed that typically then that place that I'm stuck in my engagement with the person will go, oh, yeah, that's right. You you're not feeling where your hands are or, your, or how your feet are in contact or, or the how does it want to go. Or, and then I catch the missing piece and the, the story can starts to, you know, continues along at that point. I'll just finish this part by saying the one uh, piece that I think is really important around bringing grace to this work is, is to know that any time that you have um, attention or you know, some restriction of movement, breathing, whatever it happens to be, by its very nature, by its very definition, it's a place where we are disconnected from ourselves. And by the very nature of that disconnection, we are going to be in a position of sort of I-it, that we're going to tend to act on it, to try to fix it. And just to, to know that about ourselves, that, that there's, there's going to be probably a little bit of that in there, and, and, and to just uh, have some, some so first of all, some understanding to kind of say, yeah, this is, where am I trying to fix this? How am I, you know, trying to make this go away or make this better? Because that's likely going to be embedded in there somewhere. But also some forgiveness about it. You know, it's like, oh, here I go again. Okay, let's, let, let's see what happens if I just give a little permission for response here, you know, for what really wants to happen. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to know more about the Embodiment Project, go to our website at somatics.ca. That's S-O-M-A-T-I-C-S dot C-A. And you'll find all the resources there, podcasts and written material, and of course, access to the Embodiment Project.